And you know, when white people start talking about, you're special. You're, you're so different. You're not like the others. You start believing that shit until the cops pull you over. And you go, well, I was special. Yeah, nigga, just put your head down and keep it. <laughs> I'll put a special bullet in your ass. <laughs> That's what happens, man. I see why Richard Pryor is crazy. It just takes away all your rage, you know? That's why he ran around going, oh, God damn it, oh, want to get too comfortable. Brothers can't afford to get too comfortable, you know? Because that's when you become the porn. That's when they use your ass. Anytime white people want to smooth some shit over, they go get that rich nigga and put you on TV to represent the people, you know? You have you asking your questions like, Damon, now that you made this $13 million, and, and we're not counting, now that you made all this money, let me ask you this. Let me just throw this out at you. You respond any way you want. Is there racism in America? You be sitting there thinking about that paycheck, talking about, no, sir. If in there is, I ain't seen none. All right, we are back for another great episode of Black equity podcast and what you heard there was damon waynes from it appears 1990 um uh, giving a really great take on race racism in america and about what happens when you get too comfortable he goes on to talk about how um you know they they usually put someone in the media who's just recently received this big amount and then they asked them about racism. And typically because they just received this big amount of money or what appears to be a big amount of money, they tend to uh, pretend as if all the things that they've been through, all the, the struggles for their people, uh, the years and years of colonialism, imperialism, all the things that have happened in this world is now magically gone. Now that the money is here, now that you've made the money, <laughs> it all just disappears. And I remember watching that as a kid. I don't know if I watched it in 1990, but I definitely watched it in the 90s. I remember watching that as a kid. Damon Wayans is probably one of my favorite comedians, especially as time goes on, because, you know, it fluctuates, you know. There's always a new trendy comedian that comes in and somebody leaves and comes back out. And so Damon Wayans was always uh, a steady comedian for me. And it's not just stand-up, but uh, his acting as well. And so I want to give a shout-out to Damon Wayans and the Wayans family, uh, which is uh, comedic royalty. I remember watching that as a kid and thinking to myself, that's crazy that money could do that. I was just a kid. I didn't know. But I'm no longer a kid. And I know with my own two eyes that money does that. 
money will cause people to have amnesia. Now that you've made the money, who will you choose to be? What will you speak up for? What will you stay silent about? Now that you've made the money, who are you? You know, for many people, they think that money makes people a certain way. But really, money just amplifies who you always were. And now that people have started receiving money, we're going to get to see who everybody is. And my job here on Black Equity Podcast is to show you who everybody is now that they have the money. All right. Welcome back. Let's have a deep, deep dive into how all of this has anything to do with what's going on today. As of today, there is a conversation. There is a conversation about Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving uh, recently had a press conference, and we will listen to it here and analyze it. And it is causing an uproar within social media spaces. And I think here on Black Equity, I think we have a responsibility to dive into what exactly is being said and the commentary around it and how that has anything to do with the amount of money that you have in your pocket. So without further ado, let's jump in. Let's find the uh, Kyrie Irving uh, press conference and let's join them already in progress. And let's see, what is the uproar about? Amazon Prime, I was like, you know what, let me see if there are any documentaries on Yahweh. So went in the search bar, typed in Yahweh, that came up. Went out and shared it on my platform. That was my night. In terms of the backlash or what people call it, uh, we're in 2022. History is not supposed to be hidden from anybody. And I'm not a divisive person when it comes to religion. I, I embrace all walks of life. You see it on all my platforms. I talk to all races, all cultures, all religions. And my response would be, um, it's not about educating yourself on what Semitism is and what anti-Semitism is. It's really about learning the root words of where these come from and understanding that this is an African heritage that is also belonging to the people. Wait a second. We got to dive into this. He goes on Amazon. He looks up the word Yahweh. So for those who have, are, have no idea what's going on, let's type it in. He types in the word Yahweh. Well, what is Yahweh? What is going on here? Like we're, we're being thrown into this story and we have no context to it because a lot of people are commenting on it and they are not giving any deep detail to it. Yahweh is a form of the Hebrew name of God used in the Bible. The name came to be regarded by Jewish people as too sacred to be spoken. And the vowel sounds are uncertain. Yahweh 
by the Jewish people based off of Google.com, which, by the way, is owned by a Jewish person. Okay? You can do your own research. Okay? Google is telling me and telling our audience that Yahweh, spelled Y-A-H-W-E-H, is a form of the Hebrew name of God used in the Bible. The name came to be regarded by Jewish people as too sacred to be spoken, and the vowel sounds are uncertain. Well, guess what? Kyrie Irving just spoke it. And when he spoke it in his head and his mind, he then searched on Amazon Prime, by the way, is a a company that uh, provided this documentary. He went on Amazon Prime, which I am doing right now for those watching on Spotify, and he typed in the word Yahweh. So let's type it in. Let's type in Yahweh and let's see what do we come up with. Yahweh is typed in. Do we get the same search results that Kyrie Irving gets? Okay. When we type in Yahweh, we get the real Jesus Christ, the lost symbol, the People Magazine, the Invaders, Exodus. So now when I type in Yahweh, it does not automatically pull up the same documentary. So what is the documentary that has everybody so upset? It's called Negroes, Hebrew, Hebrews to Negroes. I repeat, Hebrews to Negroes, which can no longer be found by typing in the word Yahweh. Isn't that convenient? Okay, Hebrews to Negroes came out in 2018, and it's called Wake Up Black America. It is currently available for rent for $11.99, or you can buy it for $50, which is almost unprecedented. Very few DVDs cost $50. It is directed by Ronald Dalton Jr. and is a genre of faith and spirituality and documentary and special interest. This is on Amazon Prime, one of the largest streaming companies in the world. Let's go back to what Kyrie Irving is saying and let's see where else this conversation goes. Africa is in it, whether we want to dismiss it or not. So the claims of anti-Semitism and who are the original chosen people of God. And we go into these religious conversations and it's a big no-no. I don't live my way like that. I don't live my life that way. Excuse me. I grew up in a melting pot and I say a melting pot of all races, white, black, red, yellow, Jewish, Christian, Muslim. And you can see the way I live my life now. I'm not here to be divisive. So they could push their agenda. I don't want to say they, because I'm not identifying any one group or race of people, but I'm in a unique position to have a level of influence on my community And what I post does not mean that I support everything that's being said or everything that's being done or I'm campaigning for anything. All I do is post things for my people and my community and those that it's actually going to impact. Anybody else that has criticism obviously wasn't meant for them. Are you aware of this one simple text? All right. So Kyrie Irving says it wasn't meant for anyone who has any criticisms to this particular video. And I'll be completely honest with the audience. I know we've actually had an influx of new listeners coming in. So if you're new here, I will be completely honest with you. I did watch the documentary. 
I went on Amazon Prime and I rented it for $12 and I may go buy it for 60. I then posted it on my Twitter account. Now, I don't have the same following as Kyrie Irving. I, uh, I'm pretty low key. All I do is analyze the game. I document my findings here on the podcast. I do some other things as well in the investment space. I'm a low key kind of guy, right? But Kyrie Irving has a huge following on social media. So him posting it is more important than me posting it, right? At least to them. So let's see, where does this conversation go? I want to make sure I get it right because I don't want to misquote I don't expect, part of it. I don't expect understanding from a media conglomerate group that sincerely talks about the game of basketball and then we bring up religion as if it's correlative at times when it's convenient for people to bring it up. So please just be direct with your question right. so we can move on from this and I can talk about the game and go home to my son Elohim and my wife Marlene, okay? I might take it that this was the what you shared was not something that you've even watched. This was you did okay, you did watch it or either watch it or read. I had a lot of time last year to read a lot. Read a whole bunch. Good and bad about the truth of our world. So then do you I guess understand or not understand those that might imply that that work had anti Semitic leanings in it? Right. I only ask this because the tweet is still up there. So I we're in 2022. It's on Amazon, a public platform. Whether you want to go watch it or not is up to you. There's things being posted every day. I am no different than the next human being, so don't treat me any different. You guys come in here and make up this powerful influence I have over top of the adultery of oh, you. You cannot post that. Why not? Why not? And now they're beeping out his words on this document, on this press conference. I don't hear uproar of that. I'm not here. That's when I think that's when he was comparing uh, some other topics that came out and they beat that out. Be divisive on what's going on on this or that. I'm not comparing Jews to blacks. I'm not comparing white to black. I'm not doing that. That conversation is dismissive. And it constantly revolves around the rhetoric of who are the chosen people of God. And I'm not here to argue over a person or a culture or religion on what they believe. No, this is what is here. It's on a public platform. Did I do anything illegal? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did I do anything illegal? Why are they saying that it's anti-Semitic? If you haven't watched it, go watch it. They're saying it's anti-Semitic because within the first 20 minutes, They basically come out and say, hey, those white Jews over there, the Jewish people, they're not who they who they say they are. That's what the documentary says. And so the white Jewish people just I'm only using white Jewish just so everybody can understand who's talking about what, because it's going to the word Jew may be used a lot. Within this particular episode, the white Jewish people feel as if this is anti-Semitic because it's saying, well, wait, we're not the, we're not really who we say we are. How dare you? If when you watch a documentary, that's within the first 20 minutes of it. And so I can see why somebody would be upset with that, but I am going to offer a little bit of pushback as we develop this story. Let's continue. 
I hurt anybody? Did I harm anybody? Am I going out and saying that I hate one specific group of people? So out of all the judgment that people got from me posting, I, I just, without talking to me, and then I respect what Joe said, but there has a lot to do with the not ego or pride of the, how proud I am to be an African heritage, but also to be living as a free black man here in America, knowing the historical complexities for me to get here. So I'm not going to stand down on anything that I believe in. I'm only going to get stronger because I'm not alone. I have a whole army around me. Kyrie, while we're on the topic of promotion, why did you decide to promote something that Alex Jones said? That was a few weeks ago. I do not stand with Alex Jones' position, narrative, court case that he had with Sandy Hook. Or Now they're asking him why he decided to promote Alex Jones. Alex Jones recently got um, a court case where he's been, been fined like a billion dollars because of this comments on Sandy Hook. Now, that technically has nothing to do with this, but Kyrie Irving posted something from Alex Jones. Now, keep in mind, Alex Jones has been on platforms such as Joe Rogan. So it's it's, it's, it's uh, convenient to then use Alex Jones when Alex Jones has been on many different platforms. How come now is the time where we're going to say, how dare you use Alex Jones? The kids that felt like they had to relive trauma or parents that had to relive trauma or to be dismissive to all the lives that were lost during that uh, tragic event. My, my post was a post from Alex Jones that he did in the early 90s or late 90s about secret societies in America of occults, and it's true. So I wasn't identifying with anything of being a, campaign, a campaignist for Alex Jones or anything. I was just there to post, and it's funny and it's actually hilarious because out of all the things I posted that day, that was the one post that everyone chose to chose to see. It just goes back to the way our world is and works. I'm not here to complain about it. I just exist. And to follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But so let's look into that because that became a big topic. What is the definition of promotion? And by the way, even as I say this, I remember I was working with this group of people a couple of years ago and they didn't want me to talk. They just wanted me to promote. And I just always found that to be interesting. Like, do you even know who I am? You pick the wrong person if you just want somebody who's going to promote. Promotion, activity that supports or provides active encouragement for the furtherance of a cause, venture, or aim. The publication of a product, organization, or venture so as to increase sales or public awareness. Yeah, well, technically, Kyrie, you did promote it. So on that one, uh, if, if we're going by that definition, of course, I would have to agree. You did promote it. And it's okay. You can promote it. I think you should own that, though. I think you should own the fact that you promoted this DVD. Or, I'm sorry, this movie. It's no longer DVDs anymore. It's streaming on Amazon promoting it. Do you see me doing? Do you see Fine, me in front of the, it out there, the people title? People are going to say that you are. Yeah, I put promoting. it out there, just like you put things out there, right? 
Yeah, but I, okay. I, it's not you put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my great, stuff is great. not filled with anti-Semitic stuff. Let's move on. Let's, move on. let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I've, I'm not I'm not doing I'm that. Another You're human free to being. post. I can what, post whatever I want, so say what, that and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But, but it's not me. Nothing. By it's no people that you're making you up, bro. Move on. But by posting move what on. you Next did, question. Anybody Do you guys have any more questions for me? Gonna say, you guys have any more questions? Because this is going to be a clip. Beliefs. This is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. Oh, this is another answering your question. Oh my God! Let's make another Instagram clip so we could be. All right. So as this develops and uh, the video goes to uh, an ad, I'm just looking at this like, why are they pushing so hard on this? Because. It's almost like, and we're going to get to some things that has happened in the media from this. It's almost as if it's okay for one person or one group to believe something. But if another group believes something, then um, they're in the wrong. If that one group believes something that contradicts the other group. Oh boy, it's about to get deep. Let's dive into the next part of this press conference. Kyrie basketball it being important to build on that defense and getting back to your habits and getting all right so now it goes to the coach who actually recently got fired so that is perfect we can now segue into what I believe is the hypocrisy of it all so did Kyrie promote the video yes he, he promoted it and I, I wish he would just say yeah I promoted it because that's this is what I believe to be the truth but he has to, you know, he has to be careful. He's standing on it, but he's not fully standing on it. They want him to say, do you believe the words are in this movie line for line? Because if they say line for line, then basically you're saying that we're not who we say we are. And if that's the case, we're going to give you a punishment. How do we know they're going to give a punishment? Look at what they did to Kanye. Look at what they did to Farrakhan. Look at the other people, Nick Cannon. This is not the first time that this has happened. Okay? Similar things have been stated, and then mostly black people have to apologize. They got to give up their, their, their livelihoods for saying something so left field. So how does this relate to now that you've made the money, what are you going to do? Well, it made me think about this conversation that recently happened on the Dan Patrick show. Play the clip. Press release. Charles Barkley has agreed to a 10-year deal with TNT expected to be well into nine figures. The Post has learned, the New York Post, and... uh the exact amount Barkley will make is not yet known if he fulfills the entire contract. Could be well in excess of $100 million. Could approach $200 million. Charles Barkley, join us on the program. Drinks are on you, Charles. Uh, drinks are definitely on Chuck, man. <laughs> I just want to thank my TNT family. Uh, man, I've got a great company I work for. So I'm excited to be back with TNT and uh, looking forward to the future. How did the uh, live tour negotiations affect, or did they affect your contract with TNT? Zero. Uh, 
zero percent. You know, TNT asked me like, uh, they said, we need something from you. Would you give us something? And I said, what do you want? They're like, we need you to stay longer. We can't lose you and bid on the NBA. So that's how the negotiation started and went. I says, well, I don't want to work to the day I drop dead. They're like, well, we need you to stay at least three more years because we got the, uh, they're going to bid on the NBA. I mean, I said, I think they're probably going to start bidding on the NBA really soon. They said, we can't let you leave in three years and bid on the NBA. So they asked me what I signed for a couple more years. And I said, well, you guys been great to me. I'll stay on a couple more years. And uh, I mean, there's probably zero chance I'm going to stay for the entire 10 years, Dan, to be honest with you. But they've been great to me, and I wanted to do something for them, and they did me a favor. All right. How does your agent approach negotiations? Can you factor in what Tony Romo makes or Troy Aikman makes or analyst in different sports? Uh, what Tom Brady is going to make from Fox? Because you're extremely valuable, and I've said you're probably the most valuable member of the media right now. So how do you go in and negotiate? Well, Dan, number one, you said that before, and I want to thank you for the kind words. Uh, first of all, I didn't. Uh, my agent, who I love, Mark Perman, he's done a fantastic job, had nothing to do with this. I met with Turner personally because, dude, I'm not worried about money at this stage of my life. Listen, if I don't have enough money by now, I'm a big idiot. So they tell Charles Barkley he's, he's valuable. He's one of the most valuable announcers. They hand him a 10-year contract worth reports of $100 million or more, and they have one of the best shows on late night, right? And rumor is, or reports are, it's better to say it that way, they also locked in Shaq long-term. They locked in Kenny Smith long-term. They locked the whole entire inside the NBA cast long-term with long-term contracts. And my question to everybody that's listening is, now that you made the money, we got a question for you. Now that you made the money, what are you going to do? So a few weeks ago, they locked in the cast, make sure they got long-term contracts. Then a Kyrie situation occurs. And now that you've made the money, now that you, you have the audience out here, how will you use your platform? We're going to stick a microphone in front of you. What will you say? Well, my friends, here's what they decided to say on Inside the NBA. He keeps making a big thing out of the word promotion. That is promotion. If, if on your social media... You say, boom, here's a link to this. That, that tells me, hey, <clears throat> you should watch this. You Correct? You're, I mean, he's got 17 million Instagram followers, another 5 million or so on Twitter. You're all over social media. Do you ever put something out there, Shaq, that's, that does not was, represent something that you feel? Before Shaq answers, I want to touch on Ernie's point. He has 17 million followers. The reason why they're outraged is because he has 17 million followers. The reason why they're upset with Kanye because he had whatever it was, 35 million followers. 
when I post it, nobody says anything. <laughs> I literally posted the link. Nobody's contacted me. I'm waiting. We just put out an episode about studying Jewish wealth. And we broke down where all the wealth is on the Forbes list. Not a word. I mean, of course, it's one of the most listened to, fastest listened to episodes of all time. People are listening. Nobody has contacted me about anything. Because I don't have 14 million followers. I don't have 35 million followers. And because it's a tight-knit group, uh, we're not worried about those little guys. Oh, but my friends... Sometimes the smallest voice in the smallest corner of a room can change the world. Let's continue. Probably one of the first guys on Twitter. And when I realized the power it had, I knew I had to be very responsible. Followers, platform, whatever you call it, I knew I had to be responsible. I, I try to make people happy. I try to make people smile. My, my formula has always been the same. 60% to make you laugh, 30% to inspire you. He wants to make people happy. That, in my world, is called people-pleasing. And 10%, whatever I'm selling, I'm selling. You have to be have to be aware of what you're doing. And you have to be aware that sometimes when you put stuff out, not everybody's going to like it. Some, some people are conscious, some people are not. I can tell he's not conscious. He doesn't really care what, what's going on. But us, I know that, that, you know, the game that we used to love and we promote, it brings people together. And it hurts me sometimes when we have to sit up here to talk about stuff that divides the game. Now, now we got to answer for what this idiot has done. Uh, you know, I'm, I stand for equality of all people. I've always been like that. Don't matter what religion, no matter where you're from. I can say shalom, salam alaikum, ni hao, sabon. Because that's how I was raised. So I don't, I don't really want to sit up here and answer questions for what he's done. You know, if you're looking at me, it's my job to make people happy. I, I, I can't speak for him and, you know, answer for, for you know, what he's doing. It's, it's obviously by his answers and the way he answers, he doesn't really care. So before we move on to the other panelists, I want to jump in here because Shaq says that he cares about, uh, he's always respected everybody's religion. But he just called this guy an idiot who has a different viewpoint or religion than someone else. So how do you respect everyone's religion or their beliefs if somebody's bringing a different belief and you're calling them an idiot for having that belief? Now that you've made the money, now that you've made the money, what are you going to do with it? Because it's like, Anytime white people want to smooth some shit over, they go get that rich nigga and put you on TV to represent the people, you know? You have you asking your questions like, Damon, now that you made this $13 million, and, and we're not counting, now that you made all this money, let me ask you this, let me just throw this out at you. You respond any way you want. Is there racism in America? You be sitting there thinking about that paycheck talking about, no, sir. <laughs> if in there is, I ain't seen none. You can always tell when somebody's been compromised because the words that they're saying 
don't hold the true value of the weight. Here's what I mean. Shaq is saying, hey, you know, I respect everybody's religion. And that guy over there is an idiot for what he thinks about his religion. Wait, what? You respect everybody's religion that pays you. Kyrie doesn't put money in your pocket. So therefore, you're backing away from him and calling him an idiot. You don't respect his viewpoint on Yahweh. So then we got to look at the rest of the panel. What did the rest of the panel have to say? Well, let's take a look. I think the NBA dropped the ball. In what way? Uh, I think he should have been suspended. Uh, I think Adam should have suspended him. First of all, Adam's Jewish. You can't take my $40 million and insult my religion. You can't. Oh, Charles and stepped into the room. You can't take my $40 million and insult my religion. Hmm. What does that sound like to you? That sounds like if I give you money, now that you've made all that money, you must comply. You must believe what I believe. Did Kyrie ever insult his religion or did he post a link? With his own beliefs. You're going to insult me. You have the right. But I have the right to say, no, you're not going to take my $40 million and insult my religion. I think the NBA, they made a mistake. We have suspended people and fined people who have made homophobic slurs. Uh, and that, that was the right thing to do. I think if you insult the, uh, the black community, you should be suspended or fined heavily, depending I saw they did the same thing to the kid in Minnesota this year. Wait a second, Charles. Now you're stumbling over your words. If you insult the Jewish community that pays you, you must be suspended. But if you insult the black community, you must be fined or suspended. Does anybody catch that? Let's play it again. Should be suspended or fined heavily, depending I saw they did the same thing to the kid in Minnesota this year when he made the gay slur. You should be suspended or fined heavily, depending. I saw they did the same thing to the kid in Minnesota this year when he made the gay slur. I think you should get suspended or fined. I think him acknowledging the Alex Jones things should have something should have happened with that too, because that dude's crazy. And so now you can't post anything from Alex Jones. Because he's crazy. Charles Barkley has diagnosed Alex Jones. They, and this is not what they just said, but just for full context. They're diagnosing Kanye West in the media. They're diagnosing, as soon as someone does not agree with the people who give you the money, they're crazy. They're idiots. We can't listen to them at all. I I can't believe that we ain't talking about that. We're talking about this idiot. And when you say, when, when you, if, if I say, hey, I'm agreeing with this movie, this book, or whatever, I'm agreeing with it. I, I'm not going to put, I, first of all, you know I don't do any social media, but when you're somebody as great as basketball like him, people going to listen to you what you say. It's like, and then you, and there's some fringe people out there, but like I say, I, I blame the NBA. He should have been suspended. And their conversations are continuing. 
with the Brooklyn Nets, it's too with late the NBA, now. but they're also looking no. at, look, they're looking no. at how do we move forward Ooh. at this so we it's don't too go late through now. this again. No, it's not too late it, to Ernie, say how do we prevent Ernie, this. It's not too late to Look, I see what you're saying. I want to say the reason it's too late. The NBA is giving in to peer pressure. When if somebody if one of our players do something, they have the right the team, or the, the or the league has to do something immediately. If you just get give in to peer pressure, that's the problem I have. This should have been handled already. Kenny, let's get into this. Go ahead. So before Kenny says anything, I, I really love to hear what Kenny has to say. But you know what Charles is basically saying. <laughs> Charles is basically saying. Yeah, anytime white people want to smooth some shit over, they go get that rich nigga and put you on TV to represent the people, you know? You have you asking your questions like, Damon, now that you made this $13 million, and, and we're not counting, now that you made all this money, let me ask you this, let me just throw this out at you. You respond any way you want. Is there racism in America? You be sitting there thinking about that paycheck talking about, no, sir. <laughs> if in there is, I ain't seen none. <laughs> That's what Charles Barkley is saying. Let's see what Kenny the Jet Smith has to say. Firstly, um, if we're going to take what he says, on a Twitter, we have to take everything he says. So if I, I'm going to take everything he says, I'm going, to, I'm going to believe that he doesn't support or any of the views or promote the views of it. He said it right in my face. I have to accept that. So I will believe that. There are people in this world who's done, in, in their art, have done great things that have said crazy things that we still listen to their music, we buy their paintings, we do their things, and you might take an excerpt of that and say, I believe in this. Okay, so I'll take that as it make from Kyrie. Great answer, Kenny. I, I like the direction we're going in so far. But I also believe that the reporter did have a right to ask the question. Oh, sure. That's it. So, and that, that's really where the argument became. Do I have a, you don't have a right to ask me that question. I do believe that. And based on this for Kyrie is that he has put himself as, he says, I'm the voice for some of the speechless when doing the COVID. So now he has transcended from mm -hmm. basketball and became a, an activist politically. So he, you will ask him that question based on some things that you may read. But I have to believe him also when he tells me that is, if I'm going to believe parts of it, I have to believe the totality. You know what? And I just think... Let me step in for the Kenny the Jet Smith there. So for Kenny the Jet Smith, I respect his answer. It is a fair answer. And he didn't call him an idiot. He looked at the totality of the situation and said, hey, you didn't necessarily do anything wrong by posting the link. You've already said that you don't believe in all the, the words. So I'm going to take it at face value. Kyrie's just part of this. I mean, I, I just think we've lost our way. I, I Ernie believes we've now lost our way because... Kyrie Irving posted a link on social media from Amazon. Is anybody catch what Ernie just said? 
I just think Kyrie's just part of this. I mean, I, I just think we've lost our way. I, I think I think in this country we've lost our way. I think I think people have have forgotten what it's like to put the thought process into if I if I put this out there, who am I going to hurt? Ernie doesn't want the link to go out there because it could hurt somebody else. But if these people believe they're the real Jews, how do you think they've been feeling for four hundred years? And and they haven't. They, and they're and they're giving no they're giving no thought to that. Uh, where's where's civility these days? Uh, where's empathy? But and and it's just and it's. It's a worrisome road, and it's a dangerous road that we find ourselves on now. And look, Chuck and I, on our podcast today, we had uh, Rabbi Erez Sherman from Sinai Temple in Los Angeles um, to talk about this situation, and it, and it bears hearing. Listen up. If you were face-to-face -face with Kyrie Irving, what would you say? I would say come into my synagogue, meet my children, learn about us as a community, teach our children what it means to be a human being in this great country of America. And then I think good things can happen. We as black people, we know racism. Wait a second. So this is the rabbi from Los Angeles. I want to hear what he has to say again. Come into my synagogue, meet my children, learn about us as a community, teach our children what it means to be a human being in this great country of America. And then... I think good things can happen. So for my Jewish listeners, because I know you're listening, here's my invite to you. I want you to come into our community, and I want you to listen to what these people are saying that believe that they are the chosen people of God. Why does it have to be the other way? Why do these Black people have to go run to you so they can learn in your synagogue of how to think? No, how about you go listen to what they got to say and stop condemning what they're saying without fully hearing it. But you won't do that because you know it goes against your thinking. It goes against your thinking. And so you won't go. But if something goes against their thinking, you want them to come to you. Does, does no one else see that? It's just me, right? We as Black people, we know racism. We want people to have empathy, and it, they're not going to have empathy for us if we're insulting other religious groups. This whole insulting thing is it's a thin line. Because the fact that you post a link about someone else's belief and then you say it's anti-Semitic could be insulting itself. Who decides who got insulted? If minorities don't work together and just pick on each other, call each other's names, make these stupid stereotypes, we're never going to heal. What has to be done is conversation. Now he's telling us what has to be done. It's meeting the other. That has to start now. It has. What has to be done is conversation, but only if we go to your synagogue. Start young. And the reason that I love this show is because it has to start in the sports world. Sports and faith intersect in a very deep way. No, it doesn't have to start in a, in a sports world. Who's, who's telling this guy this? And that has brought so many people together, and I know it has the power to continue to do that as well. And we will. Yo, 
as I'm looking at this story and as it developed, everything is leaning towards the Jewish people, the white Jewish people. They feel insulted. They feel as if no one is listening to them. And that, you know, we gave you this money. This is the the owner of the Brooklyn Nets. I gave you this money, Kyrie. How dare you insult me by thinking for yourself? I'm sorry. I have to tell it how it is. You think you bought our minds. You think you bought our souls. And why can't we explore other thought? By the way, I watched the full documentary. A lot of things in that documentary make a lot of sense. This isn't my first time hearing about this theory. These people believe that they are the true chosen people of God. They are the children of Israel. And they should be allowed to think it. They should be allowed to speak it. They should be allowed to challenge the conventional thought that is out there without being labeled something. But at the end of the day, it is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on him not understanding it. Upton Sinclair, I repeat, it is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on his not understanding it. I'll leave you with this. If Kyrie Irving is an idiot for sharing his thoughts and sharing his beliefs, then how come we can't call other people idiots for sharing their thoughts and their beliefs? Why is it one way? I know why it's one way. Because now that we've made you this money, now that you've made the money, we own you. Because anytime white people want to smooth some shit over, they go get that rich nigga and put you on TV to represent the people, you know? You have you asking your questions like, Damon, now that you made this $13 million, and, and we're not counting, now that you made all this money, let me ask you this. Let me just throw this out at you. You respond any way you want. Is there racism in America? You be sitting there thinking about that paycheck talking about, no, sir. If in there is, I ain't seen none.